Welcome to the King's Cast, dynamic teaching recorded live at King's Church in Cambridge, England. We hope you are blessed and challenged by listening to the ministry today. And now, here's the broadcast. Why don't you shake your neighbor by the hand and say, neighbor, God has a word for you this morning. Oh, your neighbor didn't hear you. Ask, shake your other neighbor and say, neighbor, God has a word for you. Turn with me, if you will, to the book of Genesis chapter number three. We'll be reading two or three verses this morning. Genesis chapter number three. And we'll be reading from verse eight to nine in Genesis. And then we're going to jump over to Exodus chapter 25. If you've been paying attention to the Spirit of God this new year, you would have heard by the Spirit that God is doing a new thing. I know we've heard it so many times and we said it in so many ways, but if you've been listening with the ear of the Spirit, We started the first three weeks of the year with the word greater. And God is dealing with us on the issue of greatness. Genesis chapter 3 and verse 8 to 9 and the Bible reads. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said, where are you? Ask your neighbor, say, neighbor, where are you? Exodus chapter 25, from verse 1 to 9, and the Bible reads, And the Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites to bring me an offering. You are to receive the offering from me, from each man whose heart prompts him to give. These are the offerings you are to receive from them. Gold, silver, and bronze, blue, purple, scarlet yarn, and fine linen. Goat hair, ram skins, dyed red and, dyed red and hides of sea cows, acacia wood, olive oil, For the light spices, for the anointing oil, and for the fragrant incense, and onyx stones, and other gems to be mounted on the ephod and breastplate. Then have them make a sanctuary for me. Everybody say sanctuary. Sanctuary. Have them make a sanctuary for me, and I will dwell among them. Make this tabernacle and all its furnishing Exactly like the pattern I will show you. Somebody say exactly. Exactly. Let's jump down to 22 verse 21 to 22. And it says in there. Place the cover on top of the ark. And put in the ark the testimony which I will give you. There above the cover between the two cherubim that are over the ark of the testimony, I will meet with you. Somebody say, meet with you. And give you all my commands for the Israelites. 
Bow your heads with me. Father, we thank you for today. Father, this is your moment. This is your hour. In the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that you take self out of the way. Father, I thank you for the anointing that makes preaching easy. In the name of Jesus. I serve notice right now on every unclean spirit. I serve notice now on every plan of the enemy. I serve notice now on every infirmity, sickness, disease, everything that is against the name of Christ. I serve notice this morning. You chose a bad day to come to church. In the name of Jesus. Now God, your people are ready. Father, to hear your word. Father, have your divine way, Lord God, as we share in your word and as we hearken to your voice. We ask all this in Jesus' name and let the church say, I'd like to speak to you this morning from the subject, New Dimensions. I was praying last night and I almost changed the title of the word this morning to Old Dimensions. But I thought, God, Pastor Phil has spent so much time doing these slides. I can't change this sermon now. Hallelujah. So we need to get the old dimensions to reach a new dimension. And I would like to use for a thought this morning, where are you? Brothers and sisters and everybody under the sound of my voice, we welcome those listening to us via the airwaves or via the internet. God wants to take you and me to a new dimension in him. God wants to take us To a new place in him. As we start this new year. God wants to take you to a different level of intimacy. But before we move to a new dimension. We need to understand where we are coming from. Sometimes we want to do some new things in our lives. Without appreciating where we are coming from. God said, set a memorial before you so that you do not forget where I have brought you from. Sometimes we buy some new things in our lives, whether it's a new phone, a new car, a new uh, electronic gadget, and it comes with a warranty. They'll tell us one-year warranty, two-year warranty, three-year warranty. But every so often, that thing breaks down within the warranty period. How many people know that we are having a breakdown in the church world? I'm going to get in trouble here. Hallelujah. Whenever there's a breakdown, they said, if anything breaks down within the warranty period, you can bring it back to the maker. How many people know that I hear in the book of Jeremiah that God says, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew you. I had the blueprint for your life. 
I had the plan and the dimensions and I worked out every calculation from even before mommy and daddy got together. Anytime there's a breakdown in our walk with God, we need to return to our maker. We need to return to the one who gave us a warranty. He gave us, hallelujah, not a one-year warranty, not a two-year warranty, but a lifetime warranty. Hallelujah. And so we hear in the book of Genesis, for us to really move to a new dimension, we need to go back to the master plan. And here we find in the book of Genesis, and some of you may be familiar with this, with this story, hallelujah, of when Adam and Eve have disobeyed God and fallen from grace. The Bible says that God was moving in the garden in the cool of the day and the bible says adam and eve heard him hallelujah they said they heard his voice walking in the garden i come to let you know brothers and sisters that sometimes we feel like we're chasing after god but you need to know that god is chasing after you hallelujah you need to know that God is chasing after you. God is looking for you. You thought you came here by accident. You you thought you came here out of duty. But I come to let you know that God has been working in the background. He is looking for you. Touch your neighbor. Say neighbor. God is looking for you. Hallelujah. He is looking for you. Hallelujah. He is looking. He is saying, where's my child? Where's that person whom I had a blueprint for before the foundations of the earth? Hallelujah. But Adam and Eve had fallen out of the plan. Hallelujah. They had fallen out of the master's plan. Hallelujah. And so they hid. The Bible says God then looks for them and says, man, where are you? God is asking you this morning in my war, in your walk with me, where are you? are you hallelujah where are you and so we see that from the very beginning the plan of God was to come down in the cool of the day and fellowship with Adam and Eve and teach them because he said that in the beginning he created the heavens and the earth hallelujah and he told man he put him in a garden and he says you name the creatures you name all the animals you name hallelujah you have dominion you take care of things and I believe that in the cool of the day God would come down and commune with Adam and Adam would discuss with God I said God I see this animal here it's very furry every once in a while it roars I'm kind of stuck on what to call it what do you think I should call it God and God would say 
say to Adam, well, hallelujah, what are its characteristics? What does it like to do? Hallelujah, what does it like to eat? How does it like to play? How does it like to interact with the other animals? And Adam would give a feedback to God and say, well, God, it likes to do this and it likes to do that. And God would say, really? Hallelujah. And Adam would say, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. They had a two-way communion. They had a communication. God wants you to have a two-way communion with him. When was the last time you had a chat with God? When was the last time? Hallelujah. You discussed some silly things with God. Hallelujah. When was the last time you shared a joke with God? Hallelujah. And so Adam would say, you know what? I think I'll call this the lion. Hallelujah. And God says, right on. High five, Adam. I'll see you later. See you tomorrow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God wants you to have communion. God wants you to move to a new dimension of fellowship. But on this fateful day, Adam had sinned. Adam had disobeyed God. And so God now had to rustle up a plan and says, my master plan is out of sync. I need, hallelujah, to make a plan here to redeem my master plan. Hallelujah. I come to share with you this morning that I know sometimes your life looks out of sync. I know sometimes your life looks that it cannot be redeemed. I know it looks like, hallelujah, there's no way out. How am I going to get out of this situation? But I hear God going into overdrive. He went back into heaven and said, who shall go? for us. Hallelujah. Who shall represent hallelujah. Redemption for my master plan. And I hear a voice said send me. I will go. I come to let you know brothers and sisters whatever you are going through this morning. God has been working on a redemption plan in the background. It seems so quiet. It seems as if nothing is happening. But I come to let you know that God is working on a plan of redemption for you. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so we fast forward the master plan and we find God with Abraham and the plan is still working. Hundreds of years later, the plan is in action. Just because it's quiet, it doesn't mean God is not working. So the plan was in action and it said to Abraham, I shall make thee a great nation. I shall make thee, hallelujah, you'll see hallelujah to be more than the sand hallelujah on the seaside more than the stars in the sky and it is out of your seed Abraham that I'm going to reveal my plan of redemption on the cross of Calvary but I give you a warning Abraham my people are going to be in bondage hallelujah for 400 years In the middle of the redemption plan, there was a caveat. 
in the middle, hallelujah, of the solution, there was some bad news. Sometimes it seems like this bad news, hallelujah, but I hear the Bible says, all things work together for good to them that trust the Lord. So Abraham said, yes, Lord, I hear you, God. I hear you have a plan. I hear that this plan involves some bondage. I hear that this plan involves some slavery, but I'm going to trust you, God. And so we fast forward the plan and we find the people of God in Egypt. Hallelujah. A a, a form of the world, a form of sin, a form of the bondage to the world. And we find the people of God held captive in Egypt. And so the plan of God came in and he raised up Moses. He said, now Moses, I have called you to lead my people out of bondage. And so the Bible says through the process of time, Moses rises up and leads the children of Israel out of bondage, out of slavery. Hallelujah. That bondage of 400 odd years. He leads them out of Egypt. And the Bible says as they are going on their journey, we see them reach what we call the first dimension, which was the grace dimension. Hallelujah. And in the grace dimension, the Bible says that the children of Israel would be led by a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Hallelujah. I come to let you know that God's grace is still working. I come to let you know that God is still guiding you. I know the enemy said, I'm going to keep you in bondage. But today is the final hour because God's Holy Spirit, God's grace is still working. I come to serve notice on the enemy that the blood of Jesus still works. Hallelujah. And so the Bible says that by his grace, he led them through the wilderness. All you need to do is look up. Hallelujah. For your redemption is close. Your redemption draws nigh. I know sometimes you are confused. Sometimes you don't know what to do, but you need to look up. Hallelujah. Because the grace of God will never leave you. He says he'll never leave you, nor will he ever forsake you. The Bible says he begins to move in the grace dimension. He begins to lead the children of Israel in the grace dimension. I hear the Bible says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. I come to let you know that Christ died for you. Not when you were thinking about him. Not when you wanted to do good. Not when you had purposed in your heart that I want to turn my life 
life around. Not when you had purposed in your heart that I want to give my life to Jesus. Christ died for you while you were sinning. While you were doing your own thing. While you had your own plans. That is the grace of God. Hallelujah. I come to rebuke the lies of the enemy this morning. Because he has got some people in bondage in this place. Hallelujah. And is whispering in your ear. And saying you are no good. You never be any good in God. Listen, look at you. You gave your life so many years ago. You are backslidden. You will never make it. God will never use you. God will never lift you up. But I come to rebuke the lies of the enemy. I come to let him know. If Christ died for me. When I was yet a sinner. How much more. Now that I've been washed in his blood. Hallelujah. You see, hallelujah, the devil sometimes sells us a Ferrari. He sells us a Lamborghini, a Tesla. Hallelujah. He sells us these nice cars. But you know what? It's got no engine in it. Hallelujah. It looks good. Hallelujah. It feels good to own it. Hallelujah. But it's got no engine. Hallelujah. You have that brand new Ferrari, but no engine. See, the enemy will twist up the word because the Bible says he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Hallelujah. God wants to put the engine back in the Ferrari of your relationship with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so they moved from the grace dimension. Hallelujah. Media team, give me that image of the tabernacle, please. Hallelujah. I know I've gone off track, but it's all right. Hallelujah. I needed to make sure Pastor Phil's hard work is not wasted. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, so they begin to move and we find them in Exodus and it says, make me. Hallelujah. First of all, he said, hallelujah. Moses, it's time to take my people a little higher. Touch your neighbor. Say, neighbor, come up a little higher. Oh, your neighbor didn't hear you. Come up a little higher. Hallelujah. So he says, Moses, it's time to come up a little higher. Now, call the people. Tell them to bring me an offering. Tell them to bring me something precious to them according to their hearts. You need to meet God exactly where you are. Oh, you ain't hearing me this morning. You need to meet God exactly where you are. What is in your hand? Hallelujah. God asked Moses that question. He says, what is in your hand? Hallelujah. He says, God, only this style, only my hand. He says, put him in your bosom. Hallelujah. And Moses put it in his bosom. He says, pull it out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it was leprous. Hallelujah. God wants you to come as you are. 
So the Bible says to Moses, now Moses, it's time to take my relationship with my people to a different level. I've brought them out of Egypt. I've shown them the pillar of cloud by day. I've shown them the pillar of fire by night. Now Moses, it's time to move to a new dimension. The grace dimension is great. But Moses, it's time to move up a little higher. So he says, bring me an offering according to their hearts and according to how they want to give. God is saying this morning, come as you are. Hallelujah. Because I hear the Bible says that God is the potter and I am the clay. Hallelujah. And every once in a while as the potter is molding that clay, there's some bumps in it. There's some in it and the Bible says that the potter takes that clay he breaks it down sometimes it feels like God is breaking us down sometimes it feels like everything is going down to zero everything is starting from less than zero hallelujah but the Bible says the potter breaks it down and he puts it back on the spinning wheel and he begins to mold it and he begins to shape it and he begins to make it everything that God needs it to be. He says Moses, now I'm taking you to a new dimension but you know what? To get to the new dimension, to the next dimension, I need you to come as you are. So they bring their gold, hallelujah, and their silver, and all their precious items, which they had plundered out of Egypt. Hallelujah. See, even though they spent the time of bondage and slavery in Egypt, when they left slavery, the Bible says they plundered the Egyptians with gold and silver and precious items. Hallelujah. And all of a sudden, hallelujah, the plan was taking shape. What looked like a bad thing. Hallelujah. In bondage. God turned it around for good and made them rich even as they came out of bondage. So the Bible says, make me a tabernacle, Moses. Make me a dwelling place, Moses. In this tabernacle is the place where I want to meet with you. In the tabernacle, Moses, is the place where I want to have communion. Hallelujah. So he says, right, now God, we're moving to the new dimension. Hallelujah. So Moses builds the tabernacle and the tabernacle only had one entrance. Hallelujah. I hear God says there is only one way to the father and is that that's through the door of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. There was only one way to your solution and that's through the door of Jesus Christ. You've tried everything. You've tried the doctors. You've tried the soothsayers. You've tried friends. You've tried alcohol. You've tried drugs. You've tried hallelujah, sex, love, money. But God says there's only one way. You need to come through the door of Jesus Christ. If you're going to move to the new dimension, you need to come through the entrance. Hallelujah of Jesus Christ. 
And so they come in to the next dimension. They go through the door. Hallelujah. We're coming a little higher. And so they enter the next dimension. This is the dimension of submission. You need to submit to God. Hallelujah. The Bible keep it on the image media team. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stick with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so they enter in into the courts of the tabernacle and God says make there a brazen altar. Hallelujah. Where you will sacrifice. You need to know brothers and sisters if you're going to get to the place of two-way communion with God. If you're going to get to the place of intimacy with God. If you're going to get to another level of relationship, you need to die. The Bible says, present your bodies therefore as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. In other words, the minimum requirement is holiness. Hallelujah. I know you want to do it your own way. Oh, well, YouTube says I can do it this way. And this preacher says I can do it this way. But God says, without holiness, no man shall see God. We need to move, hallelujah, to a new dimension, hallelujah, in your relationship. You need to submit before God. You need to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now in the courtyard of the tabernacle, almost anybody could come into the courtyard. See, the courtyard is like the church. Anybody can walk into the church doors this morning but it's it's not everybody who is submitted I charge you this morning you need to submit to God you need to give your life to Jesus you need to repent you need to be baptized in his name you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit if you are ever going to see God So they enter into the courtyard of the tabernacle. Everybody could come in there and present their gift and present their sacrifice. Hallelujah. But not every sacrifice was acceptable. You need to bring some acceptable sacrifices before God. You need to present your body acceptable before God. Some of you need to change the places you go. Some of you need to change the company you keep. Some of you you need to change the fellowship you the people you fellowship with and commune with he said come out from among them and be separate says the lord he says what fellowship has light with darkness what fellowship have the unfruitful works of darkness with god holiness touch your neighbor say neighbor you need to be holy 
Hallelujah. You need holiness. And after the Bible says you present your body as a living sacrifice in that dimension of submission. The Bible says we had a lava for the washing. Hallelujah. You need to be baptized. Hallelujah. For the removing of your sins. The blood of Jesus is what washes you clean. It's not what you do on the outside. It's not the prettiness we see on the outside. It's not the attire that we see every Sunday. But God says I need a consecrated heart. I need a changed heart. I need a renewed mind. I need a transformed body. Because I'm taking you to a new dimension. Hallelujah. So he goes in. He says, right, you need to wash at the lava. You need to wash under the blood. You need to keep washing under the word of God. Say, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. That sounds good. Hallelujah. But I don't know if I'm ready to go into the next dimension. I just want to hang around church. I just want to play church. Hallelujah. But I come to let you know, brothers and sisters, God is coming back. Jesus is coming back. The hour is nigh. Hallelujah. God wants the church to be ready. God wants the church, the bride of Christ. He says he's coming back for a pure bride. We need to quit playing church and start getting consecrated. We need to quit playing church and start getting sanctified before the priest could go into the next dimension of the holy place. He had to wash before he could go and serve. Hallelujah. Before you go a little higher, you need to wash yourself. You need to consecrate yourself. Hallelujah. And so he moves on, hallelujah, into the holy place. Hallelujah. The holy place, hallelujah, is now the dimension of service. Hallelujah. See, after we've done church, we say, you know what? I'm not going to play church anymore. I want to be sanctified. I want to meet my maker. I want to take my relationship to a new dimension. After you wash, God says now, come up a little higher into the dimension of service. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need to learn to serve. Hallelujah. Everybody wants to rush to the pulpit. Everybody wants to rush to have a word. Everybody wants to rush and be at the forefront. But you need to learn to serve. You need to learn how to clean the church. Ah, hallelujah. I'm going to get in a bit of trouble here. Help me God. You need to serve before hallelujah. You learn how to serve God. Learn how to serve others. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Learn how to take part in the activities of the body because we are the body of Christ. We are the church of God and we need to submit one to another. See, some people say, well, I only submit to God. Hallelujah. I only submit to the Holy Spirit. 
I only submit to what God is telling me. No, 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 no. You need to learn to serve one another. The Bible says we need to submit one to another. Hallelujah. Learn. Hallelujah. Get involved in a department in the church. Learn. Hallelujah. Get involved. Direct the traffic in the morning. Greet somebody at the door. Hallelujah. Serve in the cafe. But don't take my job. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah, hallelujah, you need to serve somewhere, hallelujah, stop sitting on your gifts, hallelujah, you're you're in hearing me this morning, come as you are, come as your heart is, and say, pastor, what can I do, hallelujah, how can I help, how can I serve, hallelujah, I'm not ready to go out on the street and evangelize, well, come to the church and pray, while the team goes out hallelujah I'm not ready hallelujah to play the keyboard quite right my drum skills are not quite there yet well take part in the worship hallelujah do something hallelujah help collect the offering hallelujah help tidy up do something Hallelujah. If we're going to win the world for Christ, we need to do it together. It's not just about the pastor and the elders and the people in the forefront. The people in the forefront, we come here, but we still do it with fear and trembling. We're still nervous, but we depend on the Holy Spirit just to help us. The Holy Spirit can help you too. Hallelujah. You need to get back into service. Hallelujah. But as you serve, don't get stuck in service. Don't be a busybody. Hallelujah. You ain't hearing me. There's a balance to everything. Hallelujah. You need a balance. And so the Bible says he put a table of shoe bread and he put a lampstand. Hallelujah. In the holy place because the bread. Hallelujah. Jesus is the bread of life. When you keep God, when you keep Jesus in your life, the center of your life, I see the lampstand in the background. The light of the Holy Spirit will illuminate the word of God and begin to change you and begin to transform you. Hallelujah. And begin, hallelujah, to take you higher in your ambitions with God and say, God, I just don't want to stay in service. I want to enter into the holy of holies I want to enter a different level of relationship with you hallelujah God some of you have been serving many years but haven't come up higher Can I preach it like it is? If it hurts, just say ouch. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, some of you have become used to service. You can sing a good song. You can play a good tune. You can preach a good sermon. You can clap good hands. You can say praise the Lord. You know how to do it. You know how to do church. You know how to do Christianity. You know how to live right. You know how to 
talk right. Hallelujah. It's not that there's sin in your life. Hallelujah. But God is saying there's another level. Hallelujah. It's not that you are walking out of sync with God. God is saying, yes, you're serving, but there's another level I want to take you to. I want to take you to a level of communion. And so he begins to move. Hallelujah. And he says, yes, God, I want to move up a little higher. I wish I had somebody who was ready this morning to move a little higher. I wish I had somebody this morning who could determine in their heart, say, God, I want to move beyond service. I want to move into communion. Hallelujah. And so the Bible says, as the priest was living right. See we are the new priests of this day and age. We are priests to this generation. This generation is depending on us. He said how can a city on a hill be hid? How can you light up a light and put it under a bushel? Hallelujah. God is saying you and I are the light of this world. The salt of this earth. But if the salt has lost its savor, what good is it? So he says, now God, I'm ready to move beyond service. And he says, all right, come up a little higher. But as he's walking to the holy of holies, he finds the altar of incense. Hallelujah. You need to become a man and woman of prayer. You ain't hearing me. Hallelujah. I wish I had some men in here who could say, hoo-ha. Ah, not some weak men. I need some strong men who can say hoo-ha. Now, 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 men, can I talk to you for a minute? Hallelujah. Ah, God is looking for some strong men. God is looking for some men to take the lead. Hallelujah. Making money is good. Providing for your family is good. Getting your wife a nice car is good. Help me on that one, Lord. Hallelujah hallelujah she says please hallelujah hallelujah see doing all those things is good but God needs some praying men hallelujah God needs some men who know how to call on God on behalf of my family and say God my family will be saved God needs some men who know how to pray I know you've gone to university and you know hallelujah you thing inside out you know what to do and what to say in your job but God is saying I need some praying men I need some men who know how to seek the face of God for their family for their home for their job some of you are working on jobs with people who are unsaved working on jobs with people who don't know Christ God is saying, I need some praying men. Hallelujah. You need to shut down some things, men, and stand up in your home. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, these days, brothers and sisters, for those that are not married, for those who've got ambitions of catching a pretty wife, I need to come to let you know that these days, brothers and sisters, women are earning their own money. 
Oh, I wish the sisters were with me this morning. Women are earning their own money. Hallelujah. And if you mess about, there's even AI. They can even have their own babies. You ain't hearing me this morning. See, brothers, you need to raise the game. Hallelujah. Because the women are saying, I have my own money. I have my own confidence. I have my own salvation. What do you have to offer me? Hallelujah. You need to be men who are priests and high priests. Hallelujah. Not only in your home, but in your life first. You need to be praying men. Hallelujah. A strong man is a praying man. God is saying, before we come into the Holy of Holies, I need you to pray. Hallelujah. Pastor Phil, we can fill this building so easily for a prophetic night. Let's try and call a prayer meeting. Oh my God. You ain't hearing me this morning. Hallelujah. We are busy chasing gifts and busy being of service and busy being busy bees. And we forget that there is another dimension. God wants you to pray again. God wants you to seek his face again. Hallelujah. The prayer service should be our packed out service. Should be our most packed out service. If you're ever going to get to a new dimension in God uh, say neighbor you've got to pray Oh, some of you have been filled with the Holy Spirit for so many years, speaking in tongues, hallelujah, hallelujah, but never prayed in tongues even for an hour, hallelujah. Some of you can't even remember the last time you prayed in tongues for 15 minutes. The Bible says, I will not leave you comfortless, but I will send you a helper who will help you, hallelujah, because sometimes we don't know what to pray for. But the Holy Spirit himself rises up in us. Hallelujah. With groans and intercessions. He helps us and intercedes with God. We need some praying men. That's the only way you're going to go back to the next level. I'm coming down in a minute. Hallelujah. The Bible says, hallelujah. Now we need to go in. Hallelujah. We need to pray. We are sanctified. Hallelujah. We are drawing closer to God. For he says, draw closer to me and I will draw closer to you. And the Bible says he then goes in to the next dimension. And that is the dimension of communion. He's into the holy place now. He's into the most holy place. He's into the holy of holies where nothing else matters. And the Bible says that the ark of God was in there. The ark of God is like our hearts. The only thing that God wants to find in your heart when he comes is the word of God. He says when you put that ark in the holy of holies and I come down and commune with you on the mercy seat. I can't come down unless that the word is inside of you. Hallelujah. You need to follow some basics. You see some people have been praying for God to move some things yet you just need to be obedient to the word. Yeah. 
come coming up for prayer every week for the same thing. No, 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 no. Some things don't need prayer. Some things need repentance. Hallelujah. Some things you just need to stop doing. Some things you just need to put away. Some things you just need to walk away from because the word said so. And so the Bible says that on the mercy seat, the spirit of God would come and he would commune. When you enter into that dimension, God is going to commune with you. God is going to speak to you and you you will speak to him. You will no more doubt. Is this God speaking? Is this not God speaking? I don't know. The thing that bugs me the most is to hear Christians say, I think God is saying this to me. It makes me cringe. Hallelujah. It, hallelujah. It convicts me. Hallelujah. When I hear believers say, I think think this is what God wants me to do. I think this is the woman he wants me to marry. I think this is the man God wants me to be with. Hallelujah. I think this is the job that I should be doing. I think this is what I should do on the, in my business. God is saying when you enter into communion, it will no longer be I think. It will be thus saith the Lord. Because the Bible says I will dwell in them. I will walk in them. They shall be my people and I shall be their God. So my word becomes God's word and God's word becomes my word. That's what communion does. It brings clarity. Communion brings take away confusion. Stop worrying about finding the right man. Stop worrying. Hallelujah. About hallelujah. Who's going to marry me? Focus on communion. As I come down. God is calling us to new dimensions. God is calling us to a new level of relationship this morning. He wants you to have clarity in your life. He wants you to understand his master plan for your life. He wants you to fit in with the blueprint that he had designed, hallelujah, in the garden, hallelujah, when he would come and commune with Adam. God wants to come and commune with you every day that you may hear from him. He wants you to have direction in every area of your life. God is saying this morning, the way to clarity in mind, the way to peace in spirit is through communion with him. He is challenging me and you this morning to enter the dimension of communion. Bow your heads with me this morning. Thank you for listening and we trust that the word of God has inspired you today. For further information about King's Church or to access our large archive of other recordings, go to www.kingscambridge.org. If you're listening on iTunes, we would love you to leave us some feedback. God bless and goodbye.